welcome back for another episode of Clean Tech Talk, where we at Clean Technica interview clean tech leaders from around the world. With topics ranging from electric cars to climate change communication, you can listen to our full podcast series by visiting our website at cleantechnica.com. Okay, Scott Cooney here, founder of Clean Technica, with another Clean Tech Talk podcast episode. This time with Livia Civolini, the CEO of Energica Motors, fresh out of Italy and sitting here at NASDAQ with me as we go through the news of the day, which is uh, Ideanomics completing a majority acquisition of the company and what that means for Energica. So I'd love to welcome and I'd love to chat with you a little bit about that today. Yeah, it is exactly what we were dreaming of until 12 years ago. The goal was to have so many things to be done, but it, we were struggling in any way to, to do, to make dreams coming down and become facts. With them, we are finally able to have the, the right capital to do it. Without capitals, it's really difficult or almost impossible, really, to, to make uh, ideas becoming facts. And with them, we are doing exactly like that. So, for example, the thing uh, that we are now using uh, our technology in other vehicles and other markets, it was something that we were thinking since the beginning, but you have to be much bigger, much bigger. So growing a lot, having a lot of more people and and testing, testing for other markets and uh, starting to understand other markets. You need people and, and investors. And in Italy and in Europe, uh, let's say that it's very difficult to find uh, the right investors, in particular for startups. Here in the US, everything is different mm. because uh, the financial world is uh, understanding much better a growing company and how it works. And, and Ideonomics is, uh, is the perfect guy for us, actually, the perfect group for us, actually, because they are doing uh, the same with some other companies. So there are even more synergies uh, together. So uh, yeah, they are actually making our dreams come true. Good. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, so you mentioned some of the synergies. Uh, they have Selectrack, they have Wave, there's a handful of other EV startups that they've acquired, invested in, that sort of thing. And I know that they're interested in building this synergy uh, between all of these different brands to maximize that and to help catalyze the transition to an electrified future. Yeah. So maybe speak a little bit to that with regard to how you see Energica synergizing with those other brands? Well, Energica has a, a big advantage compared to all the rest of the world. We were forced to do everything, everything since the beginning, because when we started 12 years ago, there was nobody able to do what we were looking for. So we had to learn everything from white paper. And now that know-how, that expertise is solid, unique, because it, it's 12 years old, and, uh, and it's on everything, from the design, from the engineering, up to the end, after market, and, uh, and consumer service after sales. So it's the whole process that we, uh, that we experimented on our, ourselves, and that we can finally um, explain and, and, uh, and use to support other, other companies and other markets to be much quicker on the market, doing less mistakes because we already did the same mistakes and we can advise them not to do the same mistakes and therefore to choose the best technology 
in the right period of their growth, again, to be faster and with less problems and with less losses also. So that is what we want to do with all the companies of the group and not only, also outside of the group. We are already working with some, com some companies outside of the group that are asking for this kind of uh, support. And we are very happy because the goal at the end is that the whole industry, the EV industry, has to grow as quick as possible. Yes. And that's, so if we can do our part for this, it's good for everyone. For us, because we will grow with them, and for the whole market, they will grow. And at the end, also for the consumers, because they will have much more offers and, and products around to choose from. So it's it's win-win for, for all, for the world. Yeah, it's super interesting. You, you guys make, obviously, beautiful, high-performance electric motorcycles and have been doing all electric for 12 years. And so that you're very much the pioneer in that, in that market, in that space. And one wouldn't necessarily think that coming from the outside looking in, that that then applies to tractors or to you know, any of the other buses or, or that sort of thing. But obviously the underlying technology is so very different than an internal combustion engine that there's a lot of similarities between them. So you can see that kind of scaling across those uh, different entities and sectors. Well, yeah, when, when, you, are, when you have to do software for uh, such an, a difficult product that is a motorcycle, a performance motorcycle, everything that is under it, it's easy or at least faster than what you have done so before. So why not? Why not scale down very quickly? And, uh, and again, it's not so different. It's only easier. It's only smaller. Maybe instead of using... Uh, all the lines of the code, we need only a part of that. Sure. But you still have done, you still wrote the whole book. So maybe you can just choose the chapters that are useful for the, yes. for the uh, other vehicles, like the tractors. And then you will use the whole book for the most difficult vehicles. But still, some chapters can be used for easier. Yes. So why not? Yeah, right-sizing the application for the, or the exactly. technology for the application. And yeah, I mean, coming from a high-performance racing motorcycle, I think I heard you say earlier that there's more lines of code in your in your program yep. than there are in the space shuttle. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Can you that, ex expand on that a little bit? Well, you know, when you are a, a rider, you are used at very complex machines because, uh, well, in particular, if you are a rider of an Italian superbike like a Ducati or an Aprilia, you are expecting performance, reliability, repeatability, and so many other things, features. So once that you start to do an electric motorcycle coming from Italian Motor Valley, you have to do exactly the same and it has to be electric. But each single part that you are using in an electric vehicle has a code, has a, has a software on it. So you have to make all this stuff communicating each other and communicating with the vehicle and communicating with, uh, communicating with the final customer and back. So, of course, it's much, much more complicated than the software that you need to use for an IC motorcycle. Because in that case, you have only one BCU controlling more or less everything that is mechanic. Here, it's much more complicated. So, yes, that was the best because it was the most difficult. And one thing that people don't understand or maybe they don't expect is... Also from a mechanical point of view, an engineering point of view, a motorcycle is so complicated 
compared to another vehicle because the space is very limited. Yeah. Performance expected is the same as the other vehicles. And then you have two legs. You have all the stuff on the, between two legs. And they can't stay too open because we are not uh, dancers, okay? So you have anyway such a small space and you have lining of the, of, the, of the motorcycle. So it's so much more complicated to make a motorcycle compared to any other vehicle. Once that you did that and the software, all that stuff working together, everything else is much easier. That's so interesting. It's kind of counterintuitive that it would be more complicated to put something on two wheels than to put it on four, but it kind of makes sense. There's so many more issues around balance, exactly. for instance. Yeah. 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 So, and VCU, a vehicle control unit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Great. And so, in 2019, Ideonomics uh, invested with a 20% investment share. 2020. In 2020. No, sorry, 2021. 2021. Yeah. Okay. 2021, they entered with the 20%. Actually, I was uh, having a roadshow since months. It was uh, since the beginning of the, the COVID uh, that we were looking for capitals uh, to grow. COVID was even harder for us because we were, we were needing to grow, but we didn't, we didn't have capitals at all. And it was really, really difficult. And when we met with Ideonomics and they told me that their plan and what they wanted to, to do with our company, so growing so fast and so on, I said, where is the, the, the bad side? <laughs> because yeah. it was too perfect for, for all. And then I said, well, let's try. Even if it's too, too, too good to be true, let's try. And actually, uh, after that, they delivered what they said. And then we started to uh, discuss even more. Yeah. And they always delivered. The difference that I saw compared to the past investors that we had is that every single word they said, they promised, they delivered. And quickly. Because another thing that in Europe in particular, it's not well understood, is that the timing is all, is everything. Hmm. In industrial, in particular, in an industry like EV, timing means winning. Because if you are late, you are out. Mm. Same as in motorsport, and this is our experience since ever. We are coming as a family from companies working in motorsport. And if you have the race on the weekend, you can say, hey, I'm late, uh, let's do next, next weekend. No, the race <laughs> is that weekend. So you have to do that yes. in the night because you have to be there on Sunday and, and race. Mm. So here the same, this is a race. And if you come later, you will be out. And in the meantime, you have to balance that with quality. Because if you put something quality, out too early, case, that doesn't... Yeah. Beauty, design, yes. performance. You have to think of all of this and quick. Yeah. And what they did was exactly to uh, promise, deliver quickly. This is what allow you, us, to be competitors and winning against all the others. Right. Uh, it sounds like a great marriage because Ideonomics uh, says the same thing about Energica, that you guys hit all your milestones, you did everything really well. They're very impressed with uh, the journey that they've had investing in you and the, you know, the, how it's grown and, and everything you guys have performed since then. I've heard nothing but very positive things about you guys and about you in particular. Um, so congratulations on everything. This is, it is fantastic. I wanted to talk a little bit about your, uh, you know, I, I know that the, the software and the learning and 
that is a very important piece as well. I particularly am very excited about the motorcycles, uh, which I get to ride tomorrow. So I'm yep. really, really excited about that. I want to hear a little bit about your plans for facilities, production, expansion with this infusion of capital. Yeah. So we already acquired both. Another piece of the beginning, so now there are two twins building besides one each other where we are, and we are uh, in one of those, and we already acquired the second one. So there will be exactly the same, same um, square meters, the same square feet. So we will doubling both the operations and the offices in July. And uh, we are already thinking of a third building where we want to, to put R&D and, uh, and quality and some more prototyping features. Why? Because so far doubling was enough, but with Energican side coming in and all the requests from both the companies of the group and outside, coming from outside, the requests and so on, there could be more uh, need for prototyping in particular. And so another building would allow us to grow with the motorcycle uh, assembly and production, same as before, but still have time and, and, uh, and space for Energican side prototyping and, and also uh, delivery after. So we don't want to lose time again. So we prefer to push even more than already planned because we know that this is the right time to, to, to go to the market and deliver to the market. Yeah, it's an interesting, you're 12 years in, you know, and it, there's, there's a, as an entrepreneur you, you, and a CEO, you push forth with your plan, you get to a certain place and you think, oh gosh, we hit some milestones now, maybe we can rest a little bit. No. But now here you are. And it's like, now it's time to go even faster. Yeah. And so much of that, I imagine, is that there's competition that's now starting to enter the market. Obviously, you talked a little bit about Harley-Davidson's bike earlier in your presentation and the clear advantage that you have of having been all electric yeah. for 12 years. And the fact that they have a big brand and they have a name and recognition, but their technology is nowhere near what your guys' technology is going to be. They, they will do the, a good job. I'm not saying that so, they will that's not. That's so diplomatic of you. That's so very nice. <laughs> they will do anyway a good job. But what I say is that we are anyway 12 years before them. So we will continue to improve. What, what you said before actually is not typical for an Italian, in particular in the Motor Valley company. We never rest. You can't rest because all the others are continuously running. And if you stop only for resting a minute, all the other people that are good as much as you will overpass you. Yeah. And you would be just out. Again, the lesson we learned in the motorsport is that that cake is so good and everybody wants a piece of that cake. So if you want to keep your piece, you have to be the best. Yep. always yep. and always improving and here is the same so actually they will do as anybody else we do a great job but we will do always something more and mm. something faster and sooner so the, the big competition will be on, on timing again and of course technology sooner or later they will follow up with the technology as well but the goal will be for us to will be always always one step forward yep. so Never rest. Yeah, I mean, you're you're sitting next to Lamborghini and Ducati and you know all the all the big ones in Italy, so it uh, keeps you on your toes, I'm sure. And 
I, I can only imagine what the coffee shop conversations are like in the Motor Valley. You, it must be so fascinating to overhear two engineers standing in line at the, the mm, local cafe. Telling a lot of uh, fake news. <laughs> Just trying to everybody to listen to something that you will never do because <laughs> you never know who you are talking to. So <laughs> many, many fake news around. Never trust uh, someone from that area. Are you are you well recognized in, in when you go to the cafe? Do, does everybody kind of know who you are? Well, you know, <laughs> well you know, uh, in the automotive industry worldwide, and in particular in Italy, there are not so many women yes. that lead a company in doing motorcycles. Actually, <laughs> so yeah, especially. It's, it's very difficult that someone doesn't know who I am. So it's more difficult for me <laughs> to say fake news or to pretend to be someone else. But sometimes they just don't know that mm. there is a woman that is leading this company. And so that, yeah, in that kind, in that, in that moment, I can pretend to be someone else and, and use the time to do fake news around. But in any case now, usually for me, it's more difficult than for the others. Yeah. And now that COVID is quote unquote over, you can't just like hide behind the mask, you know, it's... Uh... Yeah, but I still have blonde hair. So, so right. I'm still, still stick out a little yes, bit. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, very easy to understand who I am. <laughs> Unlikely. Can you can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, obviously, you know, you're, you're, you're breaking a lot of barriers in, you know, racing and engineering and tech and leadership being a female CEO in uh, one of the most preeminent places where transportation is created and envisioned in the world. How does that feel? Well, you know, I think that I don't think so much of that because if you think of that, uh, well, it's big. <laughs> so as since I was uh, very young, even in the university later, and then in the paddock of the Formula One when I was around there. You don't have to think too much that you are a woman there, because otherwise you will start to think that anybody else is a man, and you are talking only with the man, and you are in the, in a, in a, in a, in an office talking only with the man. And it's big. So it's much better not to think of that and just doing your job, doing your trip, uh, looking at the end where you want to go and without thinking too much of what it's around. But when you stop by and you look around and you see that in the, in the room you are the only one with long hair, well, yeah, it's, um, you understand that things are not yet how it should be. Things are changing a little. Uh, um, I always say that some part in Italy in particular, some part of the fault that we, it, things are not already as they should be is also f of the women because um, there are too many women that are expecting things just to happen while well, you have to fight for that and you have to make sacrifices and uh, I am a mom, for example, and it's very difficult to do all this stuff uh, being also a mom, but it's possible because I'm doing and I'm not... Uh, uh, Martian. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm normal. So it means that you can do it, but you need uh, to be, how you say, low and ask for help when you need help and, uh, and not pretending that you are God. You are not God. You need to ask help. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, when, uh, and when you don't find help, you have to, find, to do sacrifices and fight and then reach your goal. So it's visible. But women have to be prepared that it's tough. And things will change. 
but we have to change first. Otherwise, you can't just expect that all the others will give this for free to you. Why? What is doing like this? It's not, it's not uh, fair. Maybe. So what? We, we don't do anything because we expect that someone else is doing for us much better to, to work and, and study and, and, and fight and at the end reach your goals. And then you can leave something that is better, a planet, a world that is better for your children. Yes. So that, that is exactly what I'm doing for my daughter. That just fighting to change things, demonstrating her that it's feasible with struggles, yes. But it's much better to try and reach a goal instead of just waiting for someone else to do for you. Uh, in, I'm, I'm humbled just listening to that. It, it is inspiring to hear you say that as someone who has achieved such amazing things and yet maintaining this level of humility and then also get, maintaining this idea of service to future generations. But it's, 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 the, it's the reason why we are here. We are just someone, I don't know where I read this, but someone told that we are just taking for a period the world that is actually of the future, of the future generations. It's, it's correct. They are just borrowing to us what is their place. So we have to treat it well. We have, and if we want to change something, we have to do our part first. So um, why being here? unless for doing things better yeah and for them for them but not only if you don't have children it doesn't matter there are other children and other people around us so don't do for your own children but for others children it's anyway good and it's anyway necessary because nobody else we do this us we have to do this yes that's so true so you're not just making the world a better place for future women who have a role model and can look at somebody like you who has achieved and and broken through um, but also we're leaving the world a better place by electrifying transportation and trying to you know save the climate and and that sort of thing so you, you're absolutely the you're, planet is telling us every single day that it's time that we change otherwise they <laughs> otherwise the plan will win yeah. always yes. <laughs> so <laughs> They will win, so the, the it will win, or she, if <laughs> Mother Nature. Mother Nature will win, so what do we want to do? Do we want to stay here for longer and leave uh, and let people that will come after us live uh, happy in this planet or not? Because there are no middle ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. time that you change now, yeah. so there is a future. Otherwise, just no future. Yeah. Well, it's what really excites me about what you guys are doing because it's not just motorcycles. You're, you're really helping the whole industry move forward, and that, that is a huge piece of the puzzle. But the motorcycles it was a, 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 the best part to start, the best product to start from, because motorcyclists are very difficult to convince, to be convinced, because they're very, uh, what can I say, passionate, mm. and passionate for what they know. Sure. And they know petrol motorcycles. Yep. And they love petrol motorcycles, and they love, really love petrol motorcycles. So if you convince someone like that, you made a much bigger job than just convincing someone that have to move from A to B. That is easier. But if you convince someone that is really in love with something to change, you made a big job. Yes. So once that we convince the hearts of motorcyclists, 
we have done a, a, a big step in the education. And after that, now with the Energican side, we are also supporting other companies in this change. And in the meantime, we are growing. And the market is growing and other companies are growing, hiring more people in the, in the right way. So it's, it's win. Yeah, win, that's win. great. Win, win, win. We were, we were talking about, during the break earlier, uh, me and several of the, uh, the other folks, the journalists that were there, were talking about the, one of them said, had this great story about how he started his climate journey. And it was, uh, he wasn't really into sustainability stuff. He was into cars, but he drove a Tesla and it just changed his whole perspective. And then several years later, he said he had a, a Ford Mustang, the Mach-E, and uh, one of his gas you know, friends just was scoffing at it and making fun of it. It looks stupid. And what, why would you do that to a Mustang? And then the guy drove one and he bought one a month later. So it's, you know, this is, this is changing the hearts and the minds. And if you can make it better, sexier, funner, gorgeous, which you guys have done with these energy motorcycles, they're incredible. Then you're, you're really changing the whole world just by changing consumer behavior on so many levels. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about the bikes? Yeah, of yeah, course. Please. I love to speak about the bikes. Yes. My babies. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, the first thing that I asked my guys when we started was that the bikes had to be beautiful. And I said, the bikes have to be sexy, exactly like all the other Italian motorcycles, and electric. So these were the two top things. And at the end, we said, oh, okay, they have to be also top performing because we are Italian so we can't do it less yes. so sexy electric and high performance and then we said oops but we are still from Italian Motor Valley so also quality and so repeatability and safety and so and so we added and added and so at the end it and was not one million dollars a piece either <laughs> exactly <laughs> that is difficult the real trick that is really difficult and quick because, yes, it's time now to be on the market, not tomorrow. So, yeah, it was difficult since the beginning. I asked, I know that I asked a lot to my stuff. And that's why I always say that I am the first fan of them because uh, they, I, I really trust them. And they are always doing extremely step forward. And they are always developing credible products. And they are doing such a perfect job. And... And so, yes, now we have done the best motorcycles in the world, in my opinion, but not only in my opinion, in many people's opinion. And it's, again, their, their fault. <laughs> they're, they're, they are really the, the ones that are doing this. And, uh, and we will do more and more. We have more products in the future that we want to launch. And I know that they will be perfect because the stuff that is working with Energy Car is incredible. They are really doing an incredible job and they will continue like this forever. That's great. Well, the bikes are gorgeous. We got a chance to see them and sit on them today at the NASDAQ. And uh, I, I, as I said, I cannot wait to get out and ride one tomorrow. We're going to do a little ride around New York. So that's, that's a beautiful thing that I'm very excited about. Good. Well, very cool. Livia, thank you so much. I uh, really appreciate your time today. Wish you the best, best of luck with this um, rollout with uh, Ideanomics and with continued success. And um, yeah, just can't thank you enough for uh, your commitment to our planet and our future and all the things. Thank you. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Always. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Clean Tech Talk. Join us next time to get your electric fix.
you would like to sponsor our podcast, send us an email at accounts at cleantechnica.com. That's A-C-C-O-U-N-T-S at cleantechnica.com. Thanks. Thank you.